0: Hello, podcast people. You just made my day. Hi, this is uh, Made My Day. Welcome to it. It's episode 36 brought to you the week of February 25th, 2016. It's a Thursday. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and um, I am joined by no one, because this is a one-man show. This is where we're looking for at least one very small thing out of every day. Sometimes it can be big things. but looking for one thing out of every single day that makes that day worthwhile. I am a man who dealt, has dealt, are dealing with depression, bipolar, uh anxiety. And um definitely on the upswing, definitely on the way out. Still uh need a reminder every single day of what makes that day worth going through, especially on the bad days. And I'll be honest, there's a uh there's more than one day I do not I do not have a a thing for because it wasn't a great day. Um, and I know. I know according to my own rules that I've made for my show. That those should be the days that I look the hardest. But um, they are not, it's not that they've been tremendously horrible. Uh, they're just days that are busy perhaps. You know. And I think that is probably the hardest kind of day to try to find something good out of, Um, you know, because really the only thing outside of, well, I made it through the day and got everything done. There's really nothing more to say about it. What what individual action are you going to pick out to say that is my moment? Was it when I returned this to Target or when I bought bread for the second time in the week over? At uh, Schnook's. Yeah, that's our local grocery store. Um, I don't know. But this show today is a little late. And so it's going to have more than seven things. Uh, 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 minus the days that I don't remember. <laughs> but you can join in with what we do here. It's very uh, laid back especially when I don't feel like doing a show. Um, And and, and let me explain that. I, I do. I do want to do a show today. But today's been a draining day. Every single thing about today I have had to talk myself into, quite literally. If you were a fly on the wall, you might think I'm nuts. But I feel like when there's something I don't want to do or can't get motivated to do, If I say it out loud and tell myself to do it, it it has an effect. Um, They say in therapy when you talk to people, it's good because it takes things from one side of your brain or a way, uh, one side that thinks about things in a certain way and doesn't question them, and it brings it and bridges it over to the other side that does and can pick through stuff and find out. You know, hey, is this is this thing I believe? Even worth believing. And uh, one of those things for me uh, is a shower. (laughs) When you're depressed, when you're absolutely at your worst, one of the hardest things in the world to do, for me anyway, and I've I've seen this echoed on the internet a few times, is to get out of the bed or away from the breakfast table or wherever you find yourself and to go and get a shower. And I swear, I think I still have this Pavlonian... (laughs) predisposition to hating showers, even though once I'm in there, you know, is awesome. It's hot water, you know, soap you like, your hair isn't greasy afterwards. I got to wash mine every day. I don't know about you. Um, you know, it's, it's not a negative thing, but when you're depressed, all I have is memories of just, you know, hating every stinking detail of what I had to do over and over and over and over to get ready for the day. Um, and some days I just couldn't face it. And I, I swear, I think when I said it out loud, James, get up, go take a shower. Okay. <laughs> and because I was able to question that um, and, and say, well, yeah, I, I literally said out loud, um, it's, it's nice and warm. You like that. <laughs> and it kind of rewrote my brain a little bit. So uh, it worked. And I don't know if that would help you. Maybe, uh, pe- maybe you got people around. You might want to tell them that <laughs> I'm going to be talking to myself. Um, just ignore me. Uh, but then it, later on, it was uh, James. The heater that you bought for the basement that broke. You need to take it back to Target, and, and that seemed like a big job. So instead of just not doing anything, I told myself, well, at least put it back in the box. And so I did, I, I said it out loud, <laughs> I went downstairs, got the box, and um, if I was a cursing man, I would have cursed because I had the dang thing downstairs, so I had to go back downstairs to get the, the broken heater and put it all together. And so I will share with you my MMD for today, um, is that, they, that, that I did make it to Target today. <laughs> I returned that dang thing and they took it back. So yay. Uh, Yay for that. They they probably didn't have to according to their, their rules. I'm sure I was over 90 days, but who knows? Who knows? All right. Well, let's just jump right into it and hope, hopefully, you know, talking to yourself (laughs) won't put you in the loony bin. (laughs) I think it's a good thing. It's going to work for me. I'm going to try that because even though I'm not, you know, I'm not in constant chest pain, you know, I'm not doubled over. I'm not crying randomly. Uh, I can think about the things that I have failed at over the last few years due to depression, and it doesn't drag me down into the dark depths. You know, I can handle it the way you do, you know, where you're, where you're, where you're like, you know what? Yeah, that sucks. But, uh, tomorrow's another day, you know, that, that hope that you have, when um, when you don't have depression, that 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 can come back and does come back. I can I can attest to it. Being in a place that I never thought I would have another good moment again, ever ever ever, um, I can attest to it. But anyway, I was going somewhere, <laughs> and I didn't make it there. So forgive me. Let's just jump right into it, okay? Let's do it. Because when I went to hit record. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. When I was sitting here, it's like, you need to do something. You need to do something with your night. Record the podcast. And so that's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I told myself to. All right. All right. So um, this is last Monday. Um, I don't even think. Yeah, not this Monday, Monday before, because I didn't do a show this weekend. And so I'm behind. Um, the, Monday was a, a day off. I believe it was, uh, pre- not sure pre- President's Day, maybe Memorial Day. I'm terrible with anything that's not Easter, my birthday, or Christmas, or Halloween. Not necessarily in that order. But um, it was one thing I do know about that Monday is it was a day where Sonic was selling hot dogs at half price. And before you think I'm a sad, sad, strange little man that, uh, keeps track of things like Sonic, you know, uh, keeping, you know, keeping the 50% deal going. Um, I wanted to say my friend Paul is that sad, strange little man. He, he has uh, a son and a daughter and one of them is old enough to eat hot dogs and the other one is not. And, uh, he, he invited us to go out there (sighs) and, um, so Sunday night, you know, is when he's telling me about this and he texts me and calls me and, and we kind of work out the details. And I'll, I'll be honest right away. I didn't want to go. I'm like, surely Sonic is going to be a madhouse. Every homeschool mom, every mom, you know person that has a kid is going to go down there and there's going to be just thousands. You know, like Chick-fil-A has something, you know, they're always busy, crazy. They have a, a school night to raise money for the school. And yeah it's just it's psycho, so I didn't want to go. Um, but uh I, I, I was thinking it over, and I, that's usually me. I just need a little time, a little time to get used to the idea of what we're doing, especially if it's kind of a what I consider a last minute kind of thing. And then he then he texts and he says and says, um and if it's not too big a deal, um we could go ahead and, and load up all the other kids that go to our church. Or as many, you could drive the van down there and bring everybody. It would be awesome. And so he took something, <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to listen to this, and he's going to be like, what? I didn't know. And that's because it doesn't matter now. But um, he took something that was already stressful to me <laughs> and then just stinking dumped the icing on the cake. You know, of uh, it was bad enough bring my own kids, and now i got to bring, you know, everybody else's. So I, I – basically said, I think it was something effective. Yeah. I, I think me and the kids could go, but, but the funny part was he, he texted back and he says, I hope this can be counted as one of the most stress free, um, you know, uh, suggestions ever or something like that. And I just laughed because <laughs> it was very stressful. But, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault that it is. Normal people don't don't uh, respond the way I do. But um, long story short is I, m- I went with my kids, and he went with his. And we realized something pretty quick, uh, that he was in his car with his kids. I was in my car with mine. There was no camaraderie. There was no uh, hanging out. <laughs> so let's go back to 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 his house, and we were invited back to his house. We sat there and and um he ate hot dogs. I ate a hamburger, and uh, the kids had their food and they were playing with his kids and and we talked about uh everything you know we usually end up talking about stories, movies, things like that and I wrote down a couple of things he he's He's got a couple of movies he wants me to watch but uh but that was probably what i ha- what I have down is uh is it got to spend time with his family because his wife came in and um and and his his house is uh i mean he's got little guys i ain't gonna lie and they're and, he, and he's a rambunctious little dude, but it's still a house of peace, and I think it's mostly because of the personalities of Paul and his wife they're just real chill and um and it was good. So, and by the way, when we went to Sonic, I was pleasantly surprised and um, glad to be wrong about this, but there was no craziness there at all. Nobody gave two craps that hot dogs were 50% off at Sonic for like all day. Nobody cared. There was no line of people. Uh, there weren't skates. People had skates all over the place. Um, it was not the madhouse at all that I thought it would be. It was just normal Sonic, you know? But it is hard to talk to people when they're in the car, when there's a menu board in between the two of you. And that was the first thing he said when he rolled the window. He's like, you know what I just realized? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. I do know. Uh, so um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, Jenna. Jenna's hacking up along, man. She's coughing. She is having a a, 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 just a terrible time uh, to the point that, I mean, you've been there where you have a cough that is so bad and it just gets worse and worse. It starts to hurt. You swear you're going to see blood, you know, when you cough that kind of, I mean, just ripping your, your esophagus out. So it was that. And uh, I knew it would pass. You know, we got her some medicine and stuff like that. Um, Jay, uh, Tuesday wasn't a great day, if you can't tell. Uh, Jay's melting down over and over. He usually melts down only when he hasn't had enough sleep, but he had enough sleep the night before. But every little thing, I could even, like, doing his, um, his spelling words. We have this thing that we do. He's very good at spelling, so I go through his spelling words with him first day, And uh, any of them he misses, I put a little line next to them. And the ones he doesn't miss, um, I don't make him study. Makes sense, right? Because he's still in the second grade, so he's getting three and four word, five word words. So, But in this case, I I read off a couple he misses, and all of a sudden, that is something that is traumatizing and uh, life-changing, apparently, for him. So that was that was that was a fun it's a fun day so far, um, and if it wasn't fun enough, I got I got a letter in the mail. James, you said this was MMD, made my day. Yeah, well, you gotta know sometimes <laughs> how deep you have to dig when you're looking for something good. But I got a letter in the mail, and it's from my psychiatrist it's in her office. Anyway, it's not like a personal note from her or anything. But the, the other week, last week, I um, called in and told them I would not be able to make my appointment and could I reschedule. And she was happy to do it. Right? And then the reschedule, when I forgot to put anything on my calendar, so nothing beeped, nothing reminded me. They don't send anything from their office. Um, and I straight up, all on me, I forgot it which completely stresses me out. Now I never want to go back. I've never did that ever, ever, ever. Not once with my other psychiatrist in Florida. I always made every appointment, even when I wasn't sleeping all night and it was just horrible to get up. I never missed and uh, I did it twice. (laughs) And uh, so I opened this letter from them and it's a nice little bill that says, you owe $100 for each of those two times for a grand total of 200 bucks. So, um, we love you over here at the psychiatrist's office. It did not say, um, and we wanted to show you that love and and help you to heal as a human by dumping $200, uh, down your throat that you didn't know it was coming. So, you know, yeah. So naturally, yeah, I want to (laughs) quit. I don't want to go back, but I got to say this about her is, um, she is the reason I'm where I'm at right now. And it's a heck of a lot better than where I was in, uh, St. Pete, there was a lot of up and downs, a lot of horrible stuff to th- these days. It's mostly, um, you know, if it's usually just uh, anxiety, you know, uh, chest compressed chest feelings, you know, horrible stuff and having to hold my breath and, um, and terrible things. But <laughs> so I'm in panic mode by this point. Um, I even, and I texted Jen Um, she's been working a lot. She's, she's at this busy, she has a busy job, but it's tremendously busy now because of tax season. She's been getting home at eight 30 to 9 PM, which is right as the kids are going to bed, but she does that so that they can see her and, and and it does help. It does. It does a good thing. Um, but I, so I texted her, I told her about this money. I'm feeling absolutely horrible. I says, you know what? But I mean, like, like tearful, horrible and like uh, failure, horrible. And I, and I texted her, I said, I, I will pay for this. And what that means in our family is I will take the money I make from podcasting. Um, and I will apply it to that debt. And I didn't hear anything from her. It turns out she was in a meeting. So my anxiety pretty much lasted until she got home. But when she did get home, uh, my favorite moment became when she told me, um, that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it just, it was just a release of all that stress, all of the pressure it was like a tiny, a bunch of tiny balloons that were inflated in my chest. Just, you know, let go. And, and if, if I didn't say everything, if I didn't make it as bad as it was supposed to be, that day is also show day. It's the day that I record at 9 30 PM with my friends John Klauber and uh, Christian Sedrath, we record That Story Show over at thatstoryshow.com. So um, when I have a bad day, it makes it really hard to do a show. And when depression really started beating me up, the first thing that went was my comedy podcast. Go, go figure. You know, how are you going to be comedic when you don't even feel like breathing? So... You know, I still feel bad that it costs 200 bucks. She said she's going to call. She has a way with people. And um, I don't think she threatens her life or anything, but she she just has a way with folks, and she'll probably get it at least cut in half, if not gone all the way. Because I can't go back. I can't call. I just can't. I can't do it until things are straightened out. And she's going to do that for me, and I appreciate that, and that was my favorite moment. Jen telling me that it's okay. And I had a good show that night. So there you go. Wednesday was a little rough. (laughs) Seems to be the, uh, theme of the theme of the night. But the best part was, um, my ward's mom. Yes. I'm still every day, um, picking up a young man from school that is not part of my family, but is definitely part of my family. If you know what I mean? And we bring him in, we do grammar, which is of the devil. And, uh, and math, which parts of are of the devil, the parts I don't know are of the devil. But uh, we, we pick him up, and I get a phone call, and I don't recognize the number, but I answer it anyway. It's not what I usually do. And uh, it turns out it's his mom. And, um, and she had told me earlier, please call me when you get a chance. And I was nervous because in children's ministry when i was a children's pastor parents when they called you and said i need to talk to you as soon as possible or call me when you at your first availability it was never to tell me how awesome service was or to just thank me for the service that we provided to the to the church it was always something negative horrible you know, I did something I shouldn't have. I said something that I shouldn't have. I gave somebody something I shouldn't have, or I didn't respect something I should have. Um, So, so calling back is very hard for me. It's the same way with people knocking on the front door. I still have this panic when somebody knocks on the front door. And it's because back when I was 16, 17, 18, sorry, moved out, got in debt had people banging on my doors, asking for rent and a whole bunch of other things, hiding, acting like I'm not home. You know, that was a whole nother life ago, long time ago. Um, Not that guy anymore. Definitely not. But that's, that's what happens. (laughs) You have these panics. (laughs) So, um, so I, so I called and um, she, instead of telling me something I was doing horrible with her son or, you know, I wasn't doing this or wasn't being considerate of that or anything. She just simply wanted to thank me for what we were doing. And, um, that was a pleasant surprise. I even told her after while, I was like, I was really stressed calling you back. Cause, <laughs> Cause I figured you'd be like, you know, what are you doing? You need to be this, that, and the other, She laughed and I laughed And, um, it was good to be wrong. It was good to be wrong. Um, but she was telling me about all the things that her son says during the week about tutoring. You know, if we have a joke or something happens between us, um, like, (laughs) uh, I don't know what word it was, but he accidentally said T I T. Okay. Um, while he was reading something it was a legitimate mistake you know if if you weren't the strongest reader you might do it and we just laughed and laughed about that and then he he told his mom and she relayed you know what he had said and um so basically everything that we're doing is being <laughs> is being repeated which is great you know um but uh but then later <laughs> uh when I went to pick him up and we brought him home I guess he was just in a high state. Uh, he heard his mother tell him that if I said it was okay, he could have his phone back. And I don't know if I've mentioned, but this young man lost almost every one of his electronics, if not all. His television, his, his uh, gaming system, his telephone, uh, iPhone thing. And uh, his mother told him if I if if I said it was okay, then he would get it back. And so that was it, man. He was on that. He's thirteen, I think. He's um, creeping up into fourteen, but he was just totally everything we did was, "Hey, are you gonna let me have the phone?" Are you gonna? Let I said, "I'm gonna talk to your mom, and then uh, we will see. We'll see. We'll talk to your mom and see." And he's like, "But you you can say no. You can say yes right now." And I was like, "Well, if I gotta make a decision right now, the answer is no." Okay. Okay. You know. So, um, long story short, um, I ended up making up 14 rules for this young man and his cell phone. Cause if initially I thought, you know what, I'll lock it down. I'll lock down the phone cause he doesn't need to be on FaceTime in his room all alone, you know, with some girl. He doesn't need some of these, uh, this access that he has. Uh, but then as I was sitting down writing these rules, I realized, you know what? The restrictions need to be on him, not the phone. Cause he's going to be constantly, uh, you know, in a place where he can get anything he wants off of the web or off his phone. So it's better to teach him. And so, um, I had these 14 rules and and his mom was there at the house. She'd come over to give my son a birthday present and uh, I gave him his phone back. I said, I know we initially talked about you know restricting the phone, but now I, what I want to do is restrict you. And we have some basic rules, and they're good, they're good rules. One of them, one of my favorites, is the first one that I wrote it as if she was saying these rules to him, his mom. Uh, and obviously she okayed them in advance. But first one is, this is my phone. I pay for the bill. I'm letting you use it. Love that. Uh, another one of my favorites is he hands it in to her every weekday at 7 30 PM and she hands, he hands it in on 9 30 PM on the weekends. What's a kid, 13 years old, need a phone for nothing, but he already has one. That's not my decision. That's his mom's. So what's he need a phone for after 7 30 on a school night? Nothing. If he needs to use a calculator, she can let him use that. He, if he needs something to talk to about it with his grandma or something, they can work that mess out. But, uh, he doesn't take it to school either. So a lot of good stuff. And, um, as a result of his, his excitement, I think about the possibility of getting a phone, um, on Thursday, you know, Wednesday, just to be clear was, was, uh, my, my ward's mom calling me to, to, uh, to prove me wrong. First of all, thinking I was going to get berated, uh, but calling to thank me. That was huge. Um, but Thursday I had it out with a man for the, for the first real time. I remember the first day that, uh, I w- I dropped him off and he was real happy and, you know, he jokes around a lot and stuff like that. But I said, Jenna, I told my, told my daughter that eventually we're going to get th- past that moment or that level. And we'll go deeper and we're going to have it out. (laughs) And that was Thursday last Thursday. So, um, he, he is a a touch tad, whatever. Um, he he's, um, uh, what they call Asperger's. One of the things that he does is he likes to finish your sentences for you. And pretend like he'll say things to make you think he knows the answer. He wants to beat you there. He wants to be there. He wants to be right. He just doesn't know quite how to express that. And that really came to a peak on Thursday. We're working through a problem. Um, But before we can do that, we've got to read through three steps on this math problem, three steps in the formula to, to solve this thing. I read the first one and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and he says, I, I know how to do this. He starts to grab the book and I said, okay, well tell me what the first step is. And he said a bunch of stuff. And I said, now read number one. And he reads it. And I said, not one word of what you said is in there. It doesn't mean the same thing. He wouldn't stop though. He, he for some reason just stubborn or didn't want to be wrong or, or whatever. And I finally, and don't think I didn't give him every chance under the sun. I closed the book and I threw it down and tossed it down on top of his other book. I said, all right, pack it up, man. We're going to go home early today. If you're right, then you, you don't need me. And I started to text his mom knowing exactly what I was doing. I'm devious. And so I said, dear mom, That's not her name, but for uh, privacy purposes, I will. Um, My ward, (laughs) uh, my ward has decided that he knows more uh, than I do and his teacher and his book and will not allow me to, and I even paused. I said, dude, what do we, tell me exactly what just happened because I want to know exactly what to tell her. And uh, I said, is it that you think, you know, and, and you can't be taught? And he said, yes, <laughs> he was at least honest. So I typed that up and uh, I says, uh, he's going to go home early. Hopefully next ne- tomorrow will be better. And I says, do you want me to hit send or do you want to open up that book and let me teach you how to do that lesson? And he, he goes <gasps> like, wow, that's an option. I thought I was totally doomed, you know, but he didn't say that, but you could just see in his face. He pulled that book out and we got to do it the right way. We went through the three steps and he knew it after we did the three steps, it was easy, but you can't skip those steps. And that's part of what, you know, he has special needs, but that's part of what I need to teach him is, you know, if you have this inclination to try to get there before you're really there then you need to know that about yourself and, and, and identify that and and let somebody, especially somebody that cares about you, tell, tell you when you're being that way or even, you know, whatever, and then just pull back and say, okay, I, I feel like I know this. I feel like I could do it. I feel like I want to do it, but I don't know how, and I need to be taught. So we're working through a lot of those kinds of things. And, um, but that day, uh, he and I got to that place and when we dropped him off and we were heading back, Janice, my daughter says, you told us on that first day that it would get to, <laughs> yeah. And we had a, we had a run in today, but, um, but it was, uh, it was, it was due to something else due to behavioral things after our lesson or actually our lessons and our readings went really good. Um, but, uh, the best thing, by the way, for that, uh, was I got up, uh, I got up, I don't know, normal, normal time, but I, I really got it in my head that I need, I need to get my kids hooked up with the library. And I'd been looking up, uh, you know, how, how you do that and what, what's required. And, and, and yeah, it's really easy when you have a driver's license, but mine's still Florida and I'm like, you know what? I got two and a half. a I got two and a half hours. I wonder if I can get a license in two and a half hours. So I got my, uh, let call it thing. You uh, need it to passport. I got my passport and I got a letter, you know, from the the gas company or whatever. And I, I went down there and I sat at the DMV, which is just a sad place, sad place, uh, but I got up there in about an hour, maybe 45 minutes. The lady was really nice. They had a really nice Wacom, uh, Wacom tablet for signing your name. I mean, those things are $1,000, $1,500 a piece, and I'm just using it. To write, I, anyway, I wanted to tell her what she had here, but I knew she wouldn't care. So I got my license um, on a piece of paper. They don't print them at the office like they used to. They used to have machines. Uh, they, so I'm going to get it in two weeks. And I didn't smile. I, I didn't smile my last one either. My kids didn't like that, but I don't I always imagine when I get pulled over, I'm not going to be smiling when he looks at the picture and then looks at me, so you know we need to match, but I got this big beard now, and I happen to have a plaid shirt on, and she says, "Is this the picture you want to put on there?" right if she took it. I said, yeah that, that's that's the lumberjack serial killer look I was going for, and she laughed. It's good when you can get somebody at the DMV to laugh because that means you 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 are someone that <laughs> that that I feel anyway that stuck out from the from the plethora of people that are ill prepared who are angry who have been there three times you know the whole thing. So I did that and it was still not time to pick up my kids. I, I maybe had forty minutes, thirty minutes. So I had to. I just said, you know what? Let's go see if they'll let me get a library card for this with this fake piece of paper thing. And uh, long story short, I went over there and, and a, and a young man who was very aloof. I thought he looked like he was going to be the nicest guy. And he was just such a turd <laughs> just uh, you know, like, what are you doing here? You know? And um, he helped me out and got, got my card and took my email address and he says, uh, is that James at NLcast.com? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's my email address. Okay. And um, I go back and I got some books for my kids and and a couple things for me. And then um, I I went to I went to this school to get them. And uh, I did all this in like a micro amount of time compared to what I thought it would take. I thought I'd get my driver's license, maybe. I was imagining me waiting to the last minute and then they'd call my name and I have to go to the school to get my kids because, you know, I couldn't wait any longer, but it didn't, it all worked out. And that is very rare. It was very rare that things would work out, but they did. So after I picked up the kids, um, Oh, yeah. You know, okay. And then after I picked up my ward and we did all that stuff and went back, then I said, you know what guys, uh, I got my library card. They're like, ah, and so we go to the library. It, it, it don't close till nine o'clock. It was six thirty or something like that. Seven. And we went to the library in the dark and it was so cool. And they, they have video games, which is really cool. We got splatoon. Eh, it was all right. I still like mouse and keyboard, so I don't like, uh, controllers, but, uh, the kids enjoyed it. And, um, and so I went back today. Because I needed to return the video game, it's only good for seven days, and um, and so I went inside. And I said, "You know what? I haven't gotten any emails. I'd, I'd put a couple of books on on you know reserve, and I haven't heard anything back. Can I check and see if I gave you the right email address? I always like to act like it's my fault, so they won't get defensive." And so he pulls up my account, and he turns around, and 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 it's J. He says, "Is this right?" And it's J. A. M. S. Jams. Jams at nlcast.com and I'm like no that said, it's um it's James my first name J A M E S and so that explained why cuz Mr. Prissy Pants couldn't spell my first name like I'm going to use jams I'm a I'm I'm a jamster I'm someone that that drops dope beats I'm a I'm a jammer I jam with things Ugh. anyway it, it, it got worked out, but that was, that was, uh, that was today. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, the best thing about Thursday obviously was that I got all these things done and sometimes, you know, doing one or two things in a day can be very stressful, very overwhelming. And, uh, but, but, but when it works out, Oh, it's just like, you know, the heavens open and the angels sing and, it, and it's really good. Now Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday are gonna be kind of combined because I made a wand. I made a wand on Friday, I made a wand on Saturday. And you're like, what? It's my my son's birthday's coming up. And me and him, him and I, me and Jay, have been reading through the Harry Potter series. Book one, book two, we're almost almost done. We're three quarters of the way through book three. He is a Harry Potter nut. He's, he's also a Lego nut. He's absolutely devastated that they don't make Lego, uh, you know, Harry Potter Lego stuff anymore. And, um, and so, you know, I couldn't, I I looked and I was thinking, you know what? I could get him some old retro, you know, it's not retro, but I could look online and see what they want for some used Lego Harry Potter stuff. And they want a lot, they want a lot more than it's worth. So I thought, well, what else can I do? I'm going to make him a wand. I'm going to make him a Harry Potter wand. And so we went to the uh, Lowe's and I bought a dowel. Um, I don't know, a quarter inch dowel. Something like that. I cut it to 11 inches because I looked up and asked, you know, the internet. How long is the, you know, the, the, the wand of Harry? And it's 11 inches. It's tiny. It's uh, shaped... You know, like a typical wine on the tip, it's slender and blah, blah blah. But the the handle, what you'd call a handle, is it looks like a natural piece of branch, like a little tree, and it has knots on any either end and stuff like that. So um, I'll just say that I started with a dowel at eleven inches, and through sanding, um, whittling with a big giant knife that I got in Spain, and uh, and a Dremel. Within two hours, I had finished uh, my Harry Potter wand. I, I put a real picture of the real Harry Potter wand on my screen, and I just kept holding up mine so that I could mark where the different parts were, and, uh, and it worked out. And, and so I had it. It was there. I put it on Facebook. I was thrilled. Day two, I was like, you know, I'm going to do a Hermione wand for Jenna. And uh, that one proved to take a lot longer than two hours. I, I shimmied it down to the right size. And then I had this clay and I started, if you don't know what it looks like, go look it up. It's a beautiful, you know, it's got like vines growing on it, you know? And so I, I got clay and I made all of the little vines and little leaves and then the things that connect from the vine to the leaves. And, oh. It 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 and I sanded it all down when it was dry because once this clay dries, it's called sand clay or stone clay. It's real lightweight. It seems like it's um, foamy or something, but then it dries really hard. It didn't crack. It doesn't shrink apparently. Um, so good stuff. I got it at Hobby Lobby. But I, I did all of that. I painted them both black, um, and then I did some dry brushing with the brown um, on Jay's and then I, I, dry brushed hers, all dark Brown. And then I dry brushed light Brown. And then I dry brushed uh, gold shimmer on it. Cause it has kind of a shiny thing. And then on just for a little bit of fun, I put a little bit of that gold shimmer on the tip of Jay's wand. And, um, and so that's what I did on Friday and Saturday. Um, I made wands. I'd never done it before. And, um, it was really fun to, to do. Uh, it was really great. And the response I got online was really, really cool. I'm sure there were tons of people that knew me from my ministry days and, uh, think I'm, I've strayed so far and, and I'm going to die and go to hell, uh, for making these, um, toys, you know, but, um, but I had a lot of fun and and they look like the real things. And, uh, so that, that worked out good now, Sunday and Monday, I can't remember. Okay. So just, uh, just take my word for it. Uh, but Tuesday, Tuesday, and this is the perfect, uh, follow-up to what I was just talking about with making the wands. Tuesday was my son's birthday. And so, um, we had gone to Fitz's, which is a local, uh, root beer, uh, manufacturer but they also have a restaurant he loves it because you get this big glass a frosted mug of root beer and they put like four to six globs of ice cream on top it, it doesn't even look like it should be able to to do this because they're i mean it, it, oh, it's crazy um but that's why we went and he got that. And we had friends come over to, to eat with us. And then we went back home and we had no time because Tuesday is a school night. So we had our cake and blew out the candles and the whole thing. And then it was time to open up his presents. He got some Lego stuff. He got this and that. Not a whole lot, you know. But the very last thing, and I didn't know if I should keep it for last or not, I just said, buddy, I, I, I had put it inside of a paper towel tube and, and, and wrapped it up. I said, buddy, this is something I made special just for you. I made it uh, just for you. And he he opens it up. It took him forever because he's real slow. He's not one of those action kids like I was. It just tears crap through. But um, it was awesome because when he slid it out, it came handle first, which you couldn't have asked for a better presentation. <laughs> and he holds it in his hand and he goes, Dad, how did you? Dad, this is terrible. And he just lays into me. Um, puts his head on my shoulder, and I'm thinking I'm getting a hug, but then I hear him. He's he's just bawling his little heart out. He's having his, you know, what may have been his first ever happy cry. I think I was thinking 27 before I had mine. Maybe maybe teen teen years. But he and I and he's my my daughter's being a punk. She's like, "Are you crying? Are you crying?" And I'm like, "Shut up! We're both crying." And he just wouldn't let me go, and um, to help him out because he's still a guy to help him get out of that stage. I said, "Now, Jay, you know it—it it doesn't work, right?" <laughs> and he laughs on my shoulder, snotting on me. I'm sure, and uh, I says, "Yeah, the the phoenix feather—I just couldn't—I couldn't get it to go in there, you know." And uh, he pulled back, laughing, and and that was easily one of the best responses reactions you know that I've ever had to anything I've ever done um and the only thing that's been nicer than that or as nice how about that is it's been a couple days since then and and he has yet to put that thing down he's carrying it around he's he's trying to make me levitate <laughs> He's, uh, he don't know too many of the little fake spells out of the book. So, uh, but him and Jenna had a, had a duel and they were making up, you know, they were making up their own, uh, spells, you know, and I don't even know what it meant, but like if you had Harry Potter spell, um, or I don't even know, but just something that happened in the book would happen to you. (laughs) That's that and the other, but they made stands for their ones. Cause I gave Jenna, uh, that same night, but I took her downstairs and I said, Jenna, this is for you. And uh, the only thing I ask is don't show it to him till tomorrow. Let him have his day. And she opened it up and um, she loved it. Now, she's not, you know, 150% into Harry Potter right now. She's more into Percy Jackson, but she still liked it and was surprised by it. So it's good. And, and you know, it was kind of neat that um, online there you know, when I posted stuff on Facebook uh, in the cast community specifically, I had like four people saying that they would love to have something like that made for them. They would pay to do it. it only, and, and I'm, I'm honored, but I'm not going to go past that point. Probably. First of all, um, I liked it, but it would be stressful to have to do it. You know, have to, cause I got to, I, you know, I got this pay. And then the second thing is it, it was still two hours, but it was, it was very deep work, I guess, you know, like it was constant and uh lots of details and stuff. So uh I would wanna charge like hundred and fifty bucks per wand. And you can get on SD, Etsy, whatever, and you can get a piece of crap one granted, but you can do it for like fifteen dollars. And it might be paper and hot glue, but uh I don't think these people really wanna pay <laughs> for what I feel like it's worth. So I'm, I'm honored by that. But obviously Jay crying on my shoulder about the wand was, you know, a 10, 11 on a scale of one to 10. So also that day, you want know to talk about busy days? Uh, that day was a busy day and it wasn't that long ago. Um, I had, I, you know, I dropped the kids off to be at school by eight and then I had an appointment for something at like nine thirty and then I had to go to lunch with some people. I don't know. There was just a bunch of stuff. Like oh I had to make a cake. I had to make a cake for my son. I'd already made cupcakes for his school, but then I had to make a cake for the house. And just uh, a lot of stuff went down. And I and I did it all um with no uh anxiety, which was crazy. And, uh, it's just neat how, you know, when you're in recovery, the, um, the things you have to do don't blend together like one big, massive ball of stress. It becomes more like what you're used to, where you can say, I'm going to handle this. And then when I'm done with that, I'm going to handle this. And, And you start to feel better as you accomplish tasks because you have, uh, less to do instead of like when you're in depressed mode where everything you do actually drains you. And the more you do, the, the more you don't want to do things or can't do things because you're being emotionally depleted. It's weird. Uh, but Wednesday was a snow day. Wednesday was a snow day. And so that got, that meant I got to sleep in. And, um, that was a good thing. Cause I had a headache. So I was able to Get up and go back to sleep for a little bit longer. And that was good stuff. Well, that pretty much catches this up. I think today is uh, Thursday, the 25th. And um, I... I'll, I'll, yeah, What's what, what the best thing about today? What is the best thing? I said it at the beginning of the podcast. Today... I commanded myself to do things and, uh, target took back that heater. (laughs) I was so afraid to take it back because, you know, I I'd had it for a little while and it's starting to get warmer here. And so it's par for the course I would imagine in their world for heaters, space heaters, especially to start coming back in people claiming that they stopped working or they're done with them. And mine was legit. And, uh, and she didn't ask me anything other than, did you want to back on the card or you want to get a a gift card? I said, no, back on the card is fine. And she took it. And I was really stressed about that. And you guys already heard the box being downstairs, bringing it up, other things, blah, blah, blah. So today, yes, heck yes. Um, getting, getting that, um, that joker back and me not costing the family a bunch of money for some broke thing just because I didn't want to take it back or couldn't take it back. Win. Win all day long. Well, guys, that's this episode. Uh, Interesting, to say the least. A little longer than normal. I hope you enjoyed the uh, elaboration that we did. Is that a word? Uh, Consider supporting this show on Patreon if you would like. Several of you do, and I thank you for that. You can visit Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n. dot com slash mmdcast today, and you can support um, whatever amount you want, and it's on an episodic basis. So, say you did a dollar, and we did four shows, you would spend, you know, it would be re- ring up at the end of the month as a four dollar gift. Uh, You can also limit. So say you say, I want to give a dollar a show, but I don't want to do four or I don't want to do more than four. So you can set your limit to $2 and that would span the first two shows or you could set it to four. And if some reason I did 15 shows that week, which would never happen, mind you, um, you're you're not up for $15. So you're totally in control and you're under no obligation. But um, you guys help keep the, these shows, um, getting better. And, and for instance, uh, I have a perfect, for instance, my phone, uh, my phone, my microphone is in a thing called a shock mount and a shock mount goes between your, um, mic stand and your mic. And it keeps the noise that hit, hits the mic stand or the table that's mounted to it. It, it, it separates it. By these um, these elastic bands that stretch between the two parts, and so the 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 noise um, doesn't travel as as loudly as as if it was directly connected. You understand? Maybe maybe not. Look it up on the internet. It's it's a PR forty uh, and a shock mount. But the, after you know three or four years of use, these things had had sagged. And the metal was touching metal, and the, and the noise was coming through. Every time I moved anything on my desk, I was hearing the noise. And I was able to get online, and uh, I think they're 18 bucks for a pair, and I was able to replace those. And it's, and it's gifts like yours. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, visit us online, mmdcast.com. You can email your MMD moments. I'd love to read your stuff. Um, or you can just share. I, a lot of people just... And say, hey, this is what I'm going through, blah, blah, blah. So you can send that stuff to mmdcast at gmail.com or call 2095-NLCast. Uh, review the uh, show in iTunes or wherever you found us and follow the show on Twitter, twitter.com slash mmdcast. Follow me at uh, twitter.com slash NLCast and uh, go check out all the other shows we're doing over at nlcast.com. Right now, currently, it's That Story Show uh gospel Kennison and then made my day we're really hoping to get back um movie beatdown down very soon so um here's hoping that uh, every day you'll find something that makes your day see you next see you next time.